0: Search, browse, buy. Black Press Media brings you Today's Drive. Find your new vehicle on our exclusive platform and get driving. At todaysdrive.com, you'll have access to inventory across B.C., where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. With new and used vehicles from the dealership around the corner and dealers across B.C., the best venue to find your next vehicle is todaysdrive.com.
1: Welcome to PQBeat, a podcast of the Parksville-Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. Welcome to PQBeat. I'm Philip Wolfe, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. The housing market is currently a top-of-mind issue with rising prices and the news this week of the latest BC assessment figures. To talk about that and much more, we're pleased to have with us the 2021 President of the Vancouver Island Real Estate Board. Welcome, Ian Mackay. Morning, Philip. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Let's jump right in. How would you describe the housing market in Parksville, Qualicum Beach, and even Vancouver Island right now? It's been extremely vibrant over 2021. Uh, We're not sure what to
2: expect coming into 2022, but I can say that we were near record sales in units I think if we had greater supply, we probably would have had an all-time record year.
1: How many units typically move in a year in Parksville-Qualicum Beach?
2: I think in uh, 2016, which is a record year, we would have had a neighbourhood of 2,500 properties, something like that. This year we'd have about the same in Parksville-Qualicum, but board-wide annual record for 2016 was a little over 12,000 units. This year it's about 11,200, something like that.
1: What are some of the common misconceptions about housing prices? What are the main factors that play into those? Well, I think what we're experiencing
2: right now is a supply and demand issue. We're at historically low inventories of uh, properties listed, uh, historically low new construction numbers, yet we have surprisingly high demand, a demand that surprised many people in the industry, knowing that we were in the middle of a pandemic.
1: Are there any other factors
2: that play into that? Low interest rates. We're also, I think, witnessing a, a tremendous transfer of wealth at this moment throughout the province, throughout the nation, really. For are uh, inheriting money, they're distributing money to their children, allowing them to buy with newfound equity from their homes. And it's really uh, created a strong engine for the demand side of the equation.
1: Who exactly is buying and selling here in PQB right now? So our, uh, our
2: demand, created by buyers, is probably coming largely from... Uh, centres such as Vancouver, Victoria, the stronger urban centres in the province with people seeking to be more in a a rural setting, much like you're going to find in Vancouver Island up and down. Sellers are struggling. It's one thing to sell your home at a premium right now, but where do you go? So there's a number of factors there. We have sellers that have a second home or transitioning to townhouse or apartment assisted living, that sort of thing, and that's creating some inventory for us but it's far below what the demand is really looking for. Do you still
1: see a lot of retirees buying here? Oh, very
2: much, yeah. And they seem to be retiring younger. I think COVID, if nothing else, has inspired
1: people that were in a position to retire but not quite ready to make that decision. Can you tell us the most unique place that someone has come from to purchase here? I think we're seeing a lot of expatriates coming home. Certainly through our offices,
2: we've seen a number of sales from Great Britain, Early in the pandemic, people in the U.S. Were, were purchasing here, more often bare land, sight unseen, just wanting to get a foothold in our market. At that time, certainly there was a promotion that Vancouver Island was a very safe place to live. It's still perceived that way.
1: How difficult is it for first-time buyers in our area? It's getting tougher and tougher, Philip. You know, with our average prices rising the way they have year over year, it's a real challenge. Is there anything that you believe can be done along those lines to help the first-time buyers? Um, You know, one of the
2: concepts that's come up is surrounding the property transfer tax. There are some relief measures in place, but only up to a $500,000 purchase price. After that, they're paying full ride on property transfer tax. You are hard-pressed right now, just about anywhere in the province, to find suitable accommodation for a first-time buyer or a young family in that price range. Do
1: you have any tips for them?
2: along those lines then? Yeah, I think I would get to a well-versed mortgage broker, somebody that that knows all of the ins and outs of the various grants, the uh, use of your RSPs and and other vehicles that are going to make it a little bit easier for you in the near term to get your foot in the
1: market. BC assessment listings came out, took a massive jump in our area, 34, 35% and also around the province. Does that surprise you at all? And what does it mean for buyers, sellers and realtors?
2: Well, it doesn't surprise me being a first-hand witness as to what the market has done over the last 24 months. Most of those increases, when you say 34, 35% in our area, that's reflected largely because of the rural nature of where we are. The highest increase in the province was in the Lake Cowichan area at 47%. That's all rural property. So I think we're seeing people gravitating to this type of area, and it's obviously driving prices up. So what does that mean for the buyers? It's going to increase the difficulty and affordability of their choices in the real estate market. Sellers, they've got some difficult choices to make as well. You can sell your property, but you'd better have a plan as to where you're going to go. And realtors becomes more and more difficult for them to advise buyers and sellers in an imbalanced market like this.
1: What are some of the unique questions you get from buyers and sellers during this time? You know, it's the crystal
2: ball. Everybody wants to know what the future is going to hold. Because of the surprise of what's happened through the pandemic, I don't think anybody's really feeling very comfortable as to how to forecast what the future is going to bring. For 2022, All the forecasts are saying we're going to see another double-digit increase, particularly in major centers like Vancouver.
0: Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com.
1: What are some of the common concerns you hear from PQB residents in terms of housing in general? Well, it's affordability. I think the other side of that is probably the product mix.
2: If you're here as a retiree, you've bought a single-family home, you're likely looking to transition to a townhome or to a larger apartment, and that inventory just isn't there right now. And I think in our planning for both Parksville, Qualcomm, and uh, the regional district, hasn't really accounted for what the future needs were going to be for our base residency.
1: How about housing in terms of, of young people? Same thing. It's,
2: uh, it's affordability. Without having strong industry base here, it's largely service industry jobs or construction jobs, that sort of thing. You get into an
1: affordability issue for first-time buyers and for young families. Who would you say is most responsible for dealing with that? Is it the province? Is it the municipalities themselves? Well, I think all three levels of government have got some responsibility here.
2: Certainly, the province has recently taken some steps to make it a little bit easier for local governments to expedite, you know, whether it's zoning changes, that sort of thing. As long as requirements are met in their OCP, they've listed some of the restrictions for public hearings. They continue to consult with industry and the sector right now to find other solutions to that same
1: problem. What are some of the biggest changes in the industry that you've found since you started out? Well, it's the face in the mirror that I see every morning.
2: (laughs) But I, I would say it's technology. There's no question that every day there's some new improvement to the way that we're able to communicate and provide information to consumers. And the ability for us to interpret that information in a meaningful way is also supported by the technology changes we see.
1: Can you give an example of that technology?
2: We have uh, a number of systems right now that would alert a consumer to a new listing, say, at the same time realtors get it. So they're not lagging behind by, you know, 10 days or two weeks, whatever. The the information is provided almost instantly to them as it is to the real estate community. Uh, And in a market like this, it's key to have that early jump on a property.
1: And how much different is it for a realtor in terms of how you go about your listing and the technology that you provide for your customers? Well, I think it's far more sophisticated in terms
2: of the marketing ability of the realtor. And COVID has really permitted a, uh, an expansion on that. We got into a situation where we couldn't show a home. You couldn't do an open house. The real estate sector were very quick to react with virtual tours, live walkthroughs, keeping the minimum amount of traffic going through homes for sale, but yet getting very good information out to both buyers and sellers about what was available and what a property was all about.
1: Of all the new technology, do you have a favourite? You know, for
2: us at the Vancouver Island Real Estate Board, we recently changed our MLS system to a program called Matrix. The metrics that it allows us in terms of statistical information, advice that we can give consumers based on that statistical information, far exceeds what we had prior to that.
1: What other further trends do you see developing?
2: I think you're going to continue to see virtual issues in real estate take the forefront. We've seen a number, a staggering number actually, of properties that were bought sight unseen. People didn't physically attend to them in the last two years. So with the ability to virtually present these properties, they've managed to create a much more vibrant market than we thought you'd have during a pandemic. Do you miss the personal contact in any way? You know, I think that still evolves. It's just a little bit different. There's no avoiding that personal contact where there should be nothing blocking it. It's just a matter of what point during a transaction or the
1: relationship you actually have face-to-face contact. Do you have any tips for people who are getting ready to sell their home or purchase a new one? I would certainly get out and get any financing
2: that might be a concern for you. Get that figured out early so that you're able to move ahead. Also knowing for a seller uh, what kind of penalties you might have. If you sell the portability of your mortgage, there, you know, there's a number of issues there. If I was selling my house, I would recommend even getting a a building inspection done prior to marketing the home. We're also experiencing a period where due diligence has been difficult to perform if you're going to compete in multiple offers, say, for a very desirable property. So anything you can do prior to pursuing a transaction, either as a buyer or a seller, is going to make that work much better.
0: Is it time to upgrade to a vehicle that's right for your needs today? Get all the options you need at todaysdrive.com. Brought to you by Black Press Media. We'll get you into the perfect vehicle without the struggle of hours spent trying to find what's right for you. We're here to help make your search quick and easy, connecting you with a huge inventory of new and used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Powered by Black Press Media. Visit todaysdrive.com.
1: Has there ever been a property that you had or you know of that just had an unbelievable amount of offers on it? Yes,
2: we've had had a number of them over the last two years, you know, the 10, 12, 15 offers on the same property. It's a challenge for the realtor to navigate as well as the seller and the buyer.
1: Have you ever had a seller that's just been amazed at the price that they got for their home? Very much. (laughs) There have been scenarios this year that I just couldn't explain. In, in terms of numbers, what might be the highest number that someone has got over their asking price? I'm going
2: to think with personal experience, uh, not, not that I was involved in the transaction, but went through my brokerage, would have been around 350000 400000 over the list price.
1: We've referenced it a little bit here along the way. How much has the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic affected your industry? A great deal, I'd say, both
2: positively and negatively. We did not anticipate the market that we're in right now in early 2020, say the 1st of March, the brakes came on. We had no idea where things weren't going to go. But by the 1st of June, we started to see <laughs> a little bit of traction being gained in the market. I think that caught everybody off guard. So it took a little while to figure out how we were going to get through that transition from dead stop to chaos. The biggest challenges were for realtors, figuring out how to comply to COVID protocols, getting buyers and sellers on the same page as to how you attend at a home, do you want people to attend at your home, and it was a moving target. I wouldn't say that the clarity from WorkSafe PC was great, but it evolved. And with the the help of our provincial association, uh, we finally got a solid framework in
1: place. How much of a role does Virab play in terms of getting those messages out? I think quite a bit. You know, with our provincial
2: association, it's made up of the 10... Real estate boards in British Columbia, uh, with their input, we get a centralized message out. It's strengthened by the fact that each one of those boards understands their regional concerns. things aren't the same in Prince George as they are in, say, Cowichan Valley. The input that was uh, provided to the Provincial Association has
1: been quite detailed and specific. Finally, we'll end on a little bit more of a fun note. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? Just one.
2: That's uh, somehow or another... Every day,
1: I'm going to work into my conversation the phrase, time will tell. <laughs> time will tell if you're able to do that. Ian, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Phil. Great to be here. That's this edition of PQBeat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com.
0: CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry, content you can trust from Black Press Media.